Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In my newest podcast episode, I update you on the performance of the energy drink brand Celsius and explain why its impressive growth story might only be getting started. But before we get started, I would love if you took 50 seconds out of your day to leave a rating or review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. The haters are coming out of the woodwork after the PepsiCo and Celsius deal, but can't we all be collegial and appreciate just how impressive the Celsius growth story has been? I'll get to some of my thoughts around that introductory statement a bit later in this content, but as I normally do with my quarterly financial content of publicly traded functional CPG brands, I will use the recently filed earnings report, the earnings conference call, and any relevant publicly disclosed news. In this case, it's Celsius Holdings of 2022's quarter two to obviously update you on the performance of Celsius energy drinks, but also use it as a backdrop to discuss market insights within the broader energy beverage category. That being said, let's start with some of those kind of revenue numbers. In the quarter, Celsius Holdings had revenue of $154 million that was up 137% year-over-year and up 15.4% on a quarter-over-quarter sequential basis. This is a record quarterly revenue number for the energy drinks brand and represented the 16th consecutive quarter of sequential growth. North American sales were $145.4 million, which was up 171% year-over-year. International sales were $8.6 million, which was down 25% year-over-year. And let's kind of be frank here. Despite buying its Nordic distributor and a joint venture with China, Celsius has struggled outside of the U.S. market. My guess is that's partly intentional as the opportunity and growth of the U.S. market has pulled all the attention and resources of the team. Here's the good news though. The recently announced PepsiCo deal makes the beverage giant the preferred global distributor for Celsius. PepsiCo is the second biggest in terms of beverage distribution globally. So it would be silly for us to think that international expansion won't happen over the next handful of years for Celsius. Shifting into gross profit margin for the quarter, Celsius reported 38.5%, which was down a pretty hefty 490 basis points year over year, and also down sequentially 190 basis points. The normal culprits were causing this year-over-year gross margin compression, including the higher costs associated with utilizing international cans to fulfill demand and some raw materials price inflation. They also took a small margin hit because of the success in the club channel due to the secondary repacking facilities that are required. That said, a majority of these cost increases have been offset by scale efficiencies to production, full truck shipments, and reducing miles on cases, as well as optimizing the company's six-orbit warehouse expansion. Another cost improvement area will come from the consolidation of sales, marketing, and distribution efforts as Celsius transitions from around 300 independent DSD distributors to the PepsiCo national distribution system. 
since this has already been the second or third time that I've mentioned the Celsius and PepsiCo deal, I should at least run through some of its biggest details. On August 1st, it was announced that a distribution and investment agreement happened between PepsiCo and Celsius Holdings. This transformational partnership will allow Celsius to now have a central national DSD partner. It's estimated that this distribution shift will provide significant near-term U.S. growth acceleration with an estimated 40% increase in incrementality on top of Celsius's internal projected retail distribution growth over the next 12 months. Additionally, a $550 million convertible preferred investment was made by PepsiCo, which equates to approximately an 8.5% ownership in Celsius Holdings. This new capital will be used for Celsius's growth initiatives. If you're interested in more robust insights on how the Celsius and PepsiCo deal will impact the broader energy drinks market, I made a piece of content about a week ago that I definitely you guys are going to love. I'll make it easy for you by popping that video up right here, and I'll also leave the link in this content's description. All that being said, I still want to run through the retail and distribution update because I think the information is still very useful to understanding why Celsius Holdings is growing at such an aggressive rate. Celsius energy drinks are now in 169,000 locations in North America. That's up 27,000 since the last reported quarter. 99% of all US population is now covered by the Celsius DSD network. Additionally, 75% of all the large tracked retail accounts are now being serviced by the current DSD network. And this has all led to the distribution channel delivering growth of 208% year over year. The if it's cold, it's sold cooler strategy has also helped immensely as the company placed an additional 800 coolers in Q2, which brings the total since the program's inception of around 2,700. These coolers are placed strategically within a retail location where they can really drive additional velocity from immediate impulse purchases. Giving customers access to cold product availability allows Celsius to take part in a larger portion of the energy drink category. Additional cooler expansion and acceleration of the strategy will be seen throughout 2022, along with the fact that Celsius will start entering some of the more than 50,000 PepsiCo co-branded energy coolers that are in the North American marketplace alone. In terms of consumption growth, Nielsen data for the period ending July 16th of 2022 shows that Celsius grew 143% year over year over the last four weeks and 194% year over year over the last 12 weeks. These large growth rates at Celsius dwarf the broader energy category, which grew 8% year over year over both the last four and 12 week periods. Now I know, I know the law of large numbers, but don't hate, appreciate. I also want to dive deeper into a few specific sales channels that will provide additional color to the Celsius Holdings growth story. Shifting this into the digital channel and specifically Amazon, I think most of us know by now that this is the next frontier of retail and having a long-term integrated sales channel strategy needs to be centered around the digital channel, even with beverages. This has been an area of huge strength for Celsius Holdings over the last few years. They definitely outkicked their coverage, so to say, especially when we're talking about Amazon. 
Celsius Holdings saw another record quarter on the marketplace with an increase of 185% year over year that outpaced Amazon's categorical average by more than double over the last four weeks ending July 30th of 2022. They are now securely the second largest selling energy drink on Amazon, only behind Monster Energy by a few percentage points. Celsius is now outpacing third place Red Bull by almost double. The next channel I want to kind of give some more detail around is the club channel. And in Q2, Celsius added 175 BJ wholesale locations. This brings their total club accounts to over 1,300. The club channel generated just under $25 million of incremental revenue year over year. And in the quarter, the club channel revenue was $30.9 million, which was up 415% year over year. So what could be like a sales channel with how important they are to CPG brands is the biggest retailer in the world, Walmart. And this has been another kind of major growth initiative for Celsius. The Walmart expansion has created a sales increase of a whopping 700% year over year based on SPIN's 12-week data ending June 12th of 2022. And then finally, I can't detail sales channels for energy drink brands without talking about the granddaddy of them all. If Celsius Holdings or any energy drink brand wants to make a material impact in today's energy drink market, they must perform well in the convenience channel. This is where you have about two-thirds of the total sales within the energy drinks category happening. This has been a huge area of success for Celsius over the last two years, and in Q2, they saw $87 million in sales, which is up 227% year-over-year. Celsius has added 97% more C-Store locations year-over-year, which now totals almost 82,000 accounts. While that store count growth is definitely impressive, it doesn't mean Celsius is hitting a wall just yet. Consider two things. 56% of the brand's total revenue came from the convenience channel, which is still lower than the categorical average. Also, it's all commodity volume, or ACV, which is the weighted measure of product availability or distribution, based on total store sales, is still lower than its larger competitors. Now, I want to shift this content away from sales channel performance and into what I was mentioning in the introduction. Celsius was, again, the number one brand driver of growth to the energy drink category. For the last 12-week data set from IRI ending July 10th of 2022, Celsius was responsible for 34% of the energy drink category growth, driving over $118 million in incremental sales. Add in the PepsiCo deal, and a lot of competitors have gotten chatty about Celsius holdings. The energy drinks market has always been a bit chirpy between its competitors, but it's still not a zero-sum game. The category is growing immensely with no signs of stopping anytime soon. As more consumers get over preconceived notions that energy drinks are these like sugar-filled devil beverages. What Celsius Holdings needs to do is tune out the noise, both the good and the bad, and focus on this PepsiCo transition. Celsius needs to build inventory to fill the PepsiCo system. It also needs to over-communicate to all stakeholders, from the old DSD partners to PepsiCo team members to internal Celsius employees, from the corporate staff all the way down to the field employees. 
This is its biggest near-term risk and opportunity, a poor transition, and you might see a bang 2.0 happen with growth rates slowing to a halt. A strong transition will still see some disruption because it's natural, but keeping the momentum going could be a huge catapult moment for Celsius to becoming a billion-dollar energy drink brand in 2023. I just want to kind of end on some quick final thoughts and talk about a potential long-term under-the-radar benefit to the PepsiCo deal for Celsius. PepsiCo has a massive global snacks business, obviously. While the fast protein bar portfolio hasn't done material revenue yet in the U.S. market because it just launched in late 2021, it could get a boost if it's integrated into the performance nutrition division of PepsiCo that includes Gatorade and Muscle Milk. Outside of the U.S. market, Fast is one of the leading protein snack portfolios in Finland, and that could be leveraged into additional international markets. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly. 